The doctrine of the Ascension is pieced together from the various New Testament accounts. Mark and John tell us nothing about it. Matthew records a final conversation with the disciples on the mountain in Galilee, but doesn't tell us what happened next. Luke seems to record all his Easter stories, including the one we read of Jesus being carried up to heaven, as happening on one day. Paul assumes that Jesus, who died and was raised, is now at the right hand of the Father. Only the book of Acts gives us the time frame that shapes the church's year, placing Ascension 40 days after Easter and Pentecost 10 days after that. Ascension tends to be neglected in the church's imagination. Those who get stuck on the physics of it find it hard to see past ancient paintings where Jesus' feet are glimpsed disappearing out of the top of the picture. Those for whom faith is largely a matter of personal piety concentrate on letting Jesus reign as king of their hearts. But Ascension is centrally about Jesus having overcome death and been reconciled with his fragile disciples, now taking his place at the right hand of the Father to reign until he comes again on the last day. So today we listen to three pieces that reflect what that kingship means. George Herbert's poem, The Elixir, is about the divine in everyday activities. Each material thing is like a window that you can either rest your eyes upon or look through to set your sight on heaven. Herbert describes the phrase, for thy sake, as the philosopher's stone that turns everything to gold. The quest for such a magic wand obsessed centuries of diviners in the East and West and yielded the name of the first of the Harry Potter books. Herbert says, it's as simple as dedicating every action to God. Teach me, my God and King.
the king of love my shepherd is, is a setting of Psalm 23. Sir Henry Williams Baker, both a priest and a baronet, was one of the driving forces for the publication of hymns ancient and modern in 1861, and he wrote this hymn for the appendix published six years later. The last verse was sung at his deathbed. He truly had offered a lifetime of service worthy of the final words, within thy house forever. The positive tone of Victorian Christianity is witnessed in the omission of reference to enemies in the line, thou spreadst a table in my sight. Hymns ancient and modern publishers were rather ungenerous with their tunes. So when Ralph Vaughan Williams compiled the English hymnal in 1906, he set this hymn to the tune St. Columba. George Herbert's hymn, King of Glory, King of Peace, is inspired by the Psalms of Praise, especially Psalm 116. The collect for George Herbert picks up on this hymn and goes like this, King of Glory, King of Peace, who called your servant George Herbert from the pursuit of worldly honours to be a priest in the temple of his God and King.
Grant us also the grace to offer ourselves with singleness of heart in humble obedience to your service. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen.